Right, I'm going to wait for people to jump in here um, before I get into it, but obviously I do know that this is on a podcast, so I'm going to get this in early. This podcast is brought to you by LSKD, some of the best athletic apparel and gear in Australia. If you need quality athletic apparel, LSKD is your one-stop shop, obviously, uh, I gave out a $500 voucher the other day, which will be, I said it would be announced today, but I've decided I'm going to just announce them all at the end so everybody can see what they've got. Um, but there will be another one coming, so get around that. All right, there's more people jumping in here now, so I'll kick it off. Um, I am here still in the stadium. I figured I could do a live this time because I know it's, what, 6.20 in the morning, and it's also I have to have both microphones together because one of them shit itself, and I don't know which one it is. Uh I know it's 6.20 in the morning, so people are probably getting ready for work. Maybe they'll just tune in, and if you haven't caught what's happened on day number three, uh, I'll give it to you right now. So, um, look, hot day. Obviously, no morning session, so that makes things a little bit easier. But still, in this stadium, even right now, it's 10.24 at night. It's probably 32, 33 degrees. It is a stinker, and it gets trapped in here. So we had three Aussies on today. Um, You know, we started with Sarah Carley, and then we went to... Uh, Nina Kennedy and then Matt Denny, obviously, which I've just spoken about or just posted about, but I'll get into it. Um, You know, three really good competitors for Australia. Um, You know, three seasoned competitors for Australia. Um, You know, this is... Boy, what would it be? Nina's third. This is... um, Sarah's third, and I think this might even be Matt's fourth world champ. So, you know, they've been to a few now. Um, Kicked off with Sarah. You know, she ran really well, attacked that first hurdle with a lot of pace and a lot of intensity, um, and and came out just over 55, you know, came out around what her season's best close was to this time last year. She's obviously, you know, dipped under that 55-second marker this year. She's gone um, 54-6. She becomes the third-fastest woman all time this year um, and unfortunately is the first one out of the final they still have little cues in these races so um, you know a 55-7 just misses out um, so she won't progress through you know, she's been to two semi-finals before so this is the first time that she hasn't gone through um, but the quality of women's 400 meter hurdling in the world at the moment is ridiculous like I know we just hear about Femke Bowl and Sydney McLaughlin but to make these finals you get like literally to get to this next round you have to run 55-2 um, which is blistering fast so you know unlucky for Sarah um, and you know I already spoke about it but I probably could have got a little bit more out of her um, in the interview, but, you know, she was really um, accepting of the fact that, yeah, I I probably didn't quite ask enough questions, but still had an incredible season this year. Um, Not sure what it looks like now. You know, maybe she'll go back to Australia. Um, I'm not sure if she has any other European races lined up, but, um, yeah, just still a gritty, gutsy performance from Sarah Carley. Um, We then went to the women's pole vault, Nina Kennedy, you know, she said, we saw on Athletics Australia's video, like, she's here to win. She's came third last year. She's here to win. She's here to go two better, one better, wants at least a medal, but primarily here to win. And if you needed any sort of fucking confidence that she's in that shape, well, she didn't miss a height. She clean-sheeted all the way through to the automatic 465. She, I mean, listening to her talk afterwards, she didn't think she'd have to go 465. But again, like the quality of, of what's happening at the moment in, in women's athletics just meant that she had to get that auto qualifier. Um, not everyone got it. I think she was one of a handful that, that got the auto, but still, like, she was forced to pull it out. She put a pole away at 460. She thought, oh, it's all over. No worries. I'm, I'm through. And they said, nah, you got to keep jumping. So got over it with ease, had a bit of a celebration. Um, I love talking to Nina because she just lets it rip. Like, she apologized. She's like, oh, I can't swear on here. I was like, Nina, this isn't a governing body. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Go nuts. 
and if you don't like swearing, I apologise, but this is a public page, right? If I'm on Seven or I'm, or I'm working for a company, I won't swear. But if it's on my own thing, I'm going to let it rip. I'm going to let athletes let it rip, make it really comfortable. So, you know, if you needed any sort of signs that Nina Kennedy is ready to, to win a gold, you're 100% got it in the qualifying to, to clean sheet and get the auto mark. That's pretty pretty special. So, yeah, the Western Australian goes through. I don't think there were really many doubts whether or not Nina was going to go through. But, um, you know, qualifying is still really difficult. There's no guarantee that you're going to make it to that next round. It takes a lot of mental fortitude and it takes um, a lot of trusting the systems around you and everything like that involved with it. So um, great to see Nina get through to another final. Um, I think it's underrated as well. And I was talking about this yesterday with Liv Sandry, um, you know, who unfortunately didn't finish the walk. But, you know, Nina's first world champs in 2015, she... uh, she no jumps. She didn't get a jump on the board. And now she's a world champs medalist and she's in a position to win gold. So um, just to put that out there in the context of sometimes I think people can look into performances and go way too hard and be like, oh, how could that happen? How could this happen? Um, but it takes people time, particularly these debutantes, and it can happen to anybody. So world champs is a different beast. I'm going to say it every day. There's no losers at the world champs. Just people have expectations of what they want to hit. Mitchie Lightfoot, how are you, big fella? Um, and so Nina gets through, which is amazing. Now, Matty Denny. I got a big soft spot for Matt Denny, obviously. Um, what a, just like, what a, what a man. Forget the athlete, like, just, it, that speaks for himself, his resume, but, um, just the person that he is, the family man, the husband, the friend, everything like that, the competitor, um, you know, the compatriot of a lot of these athletes. Like, you see out there, I wish I could have filmed it, but, you know, Matt's the first bloke to go over to those medalists and give him a hug and a slap on the bum and say, well done, big fella. If you listen to my, like, interview with him, um, he's stoked for Daniel who comes out to take the win in the last round, but um, just heartbreaking. You know, he's he came fourth. Um, he was fourth at the Olympics. He was sixth here last year. He's, you know, a guy that just deserves a medal. Not that anybody else doesn't, but he is just... Yeah, I don't know. He just deserves a medal, and, and he was in a position there in that fourth round. You know, he'd broken the Australian record. He put himself in the bronze, and 45 seconds later, he, he slips back to fourth. Um, and I think it's worth being said that to compose yourself after something like that and put yourself back in a headspace to win and to improve isn't easy, uh, and it doesn't take... You know, people are like, well, you have to be an athlete to understand that. You don't. Like, it's it's anything in life. It's hard to, to come back from something when when you thought it was going to be something else. But to Matt's credit, he put his head down. He kept slinging his arm and, and gave himself every opportunity. And I don't know if it was on the stream because I was talking to people and some said it wasn't. But, you know, the throws in the second and third round that were fouls, they were right out at that 67, 68, 69 meter marker even. Um, he was letting that thing fucking fly. It was... A spectacle to watch, and he's only a smidgen over um, the circle every time. Also, if anyone has any questions, feel free. You can see the staff behind me, like, who's this goober talking to his phone? Um, but, yeah, it, it was Australian record. He chases down Ben Harradine, who's, who's been that um, apex of men's discus for a long time, um, and now there's a new top of the mantle. And I don't know Ben, but I remember growing up and watching Ben, and a similar sort of vibe it seemed like he got along so well with his competitors and I'm sure Matt and Ben having a relationship and I'm sure somewhere you know deep down maybe Ben was hoping to hold on to it for a little bit longer but would be stoked that Matty's you know put his name up there as um, the furthest that we've ever had so yeah it's and he said it's mixed emotions like it's hard when you 
he comes here to win and he comes here to medal and he comes here to be the best. But, uh, you know, still to to get a record, I know he, he really appreciated it and um, he'll take his time now. I find it hard sometimes and in a moment like that where it's so heavy and it's so, like, you know what Matt wanted and you can't beat around the bush and go, oh, but you did this. Um, how to deal with that emotion um, I want to ask the right questions. I want to like also not overstep the line. But you know, Matt makes it pretty easy for me to to get someone to open up. And in fact, all the athletes really open up. Like, and I, I don't think that's I think that's more credit on the athletes to be honest than anything else. Um, but yeah, it's just a, a super day for Australia. I know we only had three competitors, but. You know, three world-class performances, three world-class competitors, an Australian record, won through to the final, won the first person out. I mean, as a fan, it's amazing. I know athletes have different expectations, but as a fan of the sport, it's a great day for Australia. So, you know, I know the journos here are working hard to, to push these stories out, and um, they're all really positive, and they're all really honest, and it's... Um, yeah, I mean, day four tomorrow has, has plenty more in store. You know, I have to double-check exactly what's coming up um, because, to be completely honest with you, off the top of my head, I can't exactly remember. These days start to sort of blend into each other um, as time goes on. But um, one thing's for sure, I can tell you this much for free, I will be towing the line tomorrow morning for the Meteor 800, which I'm, I'm shitting myself for because I keep running into the Sidious Mag guys downstairs. And Richard Welsh, actually, Welshy, was almost a late starter to be the second Australian. But um, I've dribbled a lot of shit to the Sidious Mag boys, a lot. And not just what I've said online, like, a lot. And uh, I think they're going to smack me up. I, th- I really do think... I reckon I can get Chavez. I got him easy. I'm not running in spikes. Like I'm gonna tear it. I'm gonna do a string, or I'm gonna snap me Achilles if I if I wear spikes. So you see the chunky hokers getting a fair old workout on the track. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty scared for myself tomorrow morning. Actually, I think Sidious is streaming it, so that would be 6 p.m. Australia time. If you really want to watch my unfit ass get dragged around two laps of the track, by all means, if you want something funny to watch, that'll probably be it. Uh, but still plenty on tomorrow tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening. Um, you know, again, we have the morning off, which is great. Um, get out and see some of Budapest and, and get amongst, you know, the coaches and, and get involved. Um, sick to see so many Aussies out here as well um, with that, you know, the Aussie tour that gets run and uh, just stray Aussies. Like, you bump into people and you're... Uh, there's nothing better than hearing the accent or you walk past someone and they're getting, a, like, a beer. They're like, yeah, mate, I'll get two frothies. And you're like, oh, there it is. I'm missing that accent. It's been like nearly a hundred days over in Europe. I'm, I'm just missing someone grabbing a beer off the off the pine. Um, I'm keen to hear that. But um, yeah, you know, it's been an awesome afternoon. It's been an awesome evening. Um, I will get everything prepared for tomorrow. Um, and yeah, look, it's um, yeah, just surreal to be here. I keep saying this, and I keep wanting to say it because um, it is an opportunity that I'm incredibly grateful for to be able to do this, and people enjoy it or. You know, even those that don't enjoy it, I'm sure they watch or like or do something with it along the meantime. So, um, big shout out to you guys. Big shout out to everybody who's who's following along. This is a shorter podcast because we only had three competitors, but uh, yeah, big big love. Uh, I'll see you all tomorrow. Unless anyone has any stray questions right now before I go, 
um, I'll give I'll give 30 seconds of time here if, if anybody has any questions. But um, yeah, if you've just jumped in, all the uh, prizes will be, I guess, like put online and, and publicized at the end of all this. There's another LSKD $500 voucher up for grabs. Um, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Also, literally, and there's going to be, you're going to be pissed off, but uh, there's a few people who should have won the prize but didn't follow the rules, so I can't give it to you. So if you start cracking it and you're going, oh, Mitch, what the fuck? How could you got to read the rules. I don't. Well, I do make them, but, I mean, it can't be that hard to read them, can they? It's an Instagram caption. And your mates cost you 500 bucks of LSKD, so I'd be fuming. I'd be storming to their house going, lads, is it really that hard to follow some pages on Instagram? But, um, yeah, massive shout-out to, to LSKD for helping out with that. Um, oh, Brandon Stark's here. Matt Denny's roommate. I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be a big cuddle from, from the Stark man for, for Matt tonight. Um, but, yeah, thanks so much for, for jumping in and joining. Um, I'll be back tomorrow. Um, massive congratulations to Sarah to, to Nina for getting through and obviously to Matt just for um, you know I'm still going to say congratulations for the record because I know he's, he wanted that medal and he deserved that medal and obviously it's a great metric to chase and, and an important one but um, you know just the competitor and the person that he is still remarkable to see so adios I'll see you all tomorrow I'm going to go try and get some sleep in this hostel there was some absolute got to see who's around me some German pelican walking into my room last night having a, like a, I don't know what was going on. It's midnight and he's coming in and he's, he's fucking screaming and going mental. I'm like, mate, if you're going to have a domestic, maybe not in the 10 person shared dorm. Maybe do that downstairs. There's a pub downstairs. I don't need to hear some bloke talking the most aggressive language in human existence while I'm trying to get to sleep. Alex Caldwell, I better jump out of this before Abby Caldwell's brother wants to get involved. Um... I think there's wanted posters out in Budapest at the moment for Alex Caldwell, so, you know, I probably won't spend too much more time with him. But anyway, um, big love. Thank you very much. Nina, I saw you jumped in here. Congratulations again. Still proud of you. Um, why would I not be proud of you? Why would I say still proud of you? Fucking, that was weird. I'm going to go before I say any more weird shit. Adios. Love you. Um, great day number three.